Hello and welcome to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I'm Dave, I'm your host, and I'm here in Florida. I am, and there's a hurricane coming. By the time you hear this, it might be gone already. We'll see. But it's just one of those, this year so far, the, the weather just been killing us at PE. It's been really difficult because we've been inside a lot. Today was actually good. We were outside the whole day, which is a rarity so far. This is our, we're in our third week of school, and man, we've been inside a lot. kind of stinks. Anyways, glad you're here today listening. I really do appreciate it. I'd really appreciate you leaving a review or just some stars, hopefully a lot, on uh, well, wherever you listen to it. Um, iTunes or Spotify or wherever. So I'd appreciate that. So today I want to talk about things we can all agree on in PE, all teachers from all over the world. It seems like we've been having problems lately. So I was thinking of five things. We'll make it a boomer. Five things that we can all agree on, no matter how we do it, but we can figure out a way to do this. We can agree on these things in PE. So here we go. All right, so like I said, we're all different. We're from different backgrounds. We're from different um, cultures. We're from different countries, some of us. And, man, there's a lot of just arguing on things on social media about how we go about different things and, you know, should we do this? So I was thinking, number one, hey, number one, here it is. Here's one thing we can, I think I'll agree on, and we don't have to call it this, but the first one is physical literacy. Now, it's kind of that buzzword that's been around for a few years now. So physical literacy in its basic sense is teaching students to be confident and competent in many different areas. So an example is riding a bike. If you go to a friend's house, you know, can you ride a bike? Can you ride a scooter? Can you ride a skateboard? Maybe if you worked on balancing and you know, just other skills involved with, um, you know, your leg motions and, you know, just being able to catch a ball. Like if you can catch a football, maybe you can catch a baseball or, you know, just in general, I like to call it just holding your own. I was always good as a kid at holding my own in pretty much every sport except for basketball. I was just not that good at basketball and I wasn't a strong swimmer. I took swimming lessons but just holding your own in a variety of sports. Like if you just go to a family picnic and they're playing horseshoes, like do you know how to throw, you know, if you played you know, cornhole or just in general, the throwing motion of throwing a ball into a hoop. Like you could, you can pick up these games and you could learn them and you hold your own. There you go. So holding your own <laughs> in a variety of activities and activities that you can do the rest of your life. I mean, you could... You could bowl the rest of your life. You can golf the rest of your life. You can jog or run or walk the rest of your life. Many different things. So holding your own physical literacy, that is number one. We can all agree on that, right? Physical literacy. All right, number two is fitness testing. And fitness testing stinks. That's what I call number two. It does. It's terrible. I hate it. And for my, this is my, ninth year teaching at the, my current school, my ninth, ninth year teaching PE, the first couple of years I was graded on as a teacher, my evaluation at the end of the year, part of it was if I showed growth in one of the categories of my students, like, like push-ups or pacers. 
And and that's ridiculous. And it wasn't my principal's fault. He didn't know. It's it's just the way it was. And I had to grade. I, I had to uh, have. We had fitness fitness gram in our county. We had a, I guess a grant for it or something. I don't know. And it was for third, fourth, and fifth graders. So I had a test in the fall, and I had a test in the spring, and I just see if they showed growth. And I mean, honestly, it was just a big waste of time because first of all, it took forever to run all the classes through all these things, and most of the kids. They're, I mean, their curl-ups were terrible. Their push-ups were not, were not great. I mean, we worked on the form. Some kids could do it. A lot of kids couldn't. Um, pacers, some kids really, really... I, I really do like pacers, by the way. Pacers, some kids loved them and really wanted to go for it. And some kids didn't even try. And it's just one of those things. Um, the sit and reach, that was kind of a joke. And then it moved to just fourth grade. We had to, t- we had to do fitness gram for just fourth grade. And then we lost the fitness gram grant and some people kept doing it. Some people didn't. And it just became one big like headache and, and what's required. And, you know, there's people online going, why, why are you doing this? Why are you even testing fitness? Well, we, I had to as part of my, my job. Um, and then some people uh, kind of enjoy it, I guess. And it was obviously big a long time ago. And, you know, some adults were like, man, I still love fitness testing. Some adults were like, man, that, that was terrible. It's just one of those things that, it's just dumb. <laughs> it just stinks. But some of us has to have to do it, so we figure out the best way we can. I actually tried a couple of years ago making it more, uh, I guess you'd call it inquiry-based. That word's tough for me to say. Inquiry-based. where or more, I want to say more of a like, choice-based, let's just say. They were able to pick, especially fifth grade. I had fifth grade do this while fourth grade was doing fitness gram. They got to choose what they want to work on. They want to work on their endurance or their speed or their uh, muscular endurance or, you know, and they got to pick different exercises and work on them and, and figure out a way to make themselves better. And if they want to say they were, they did a million pushups, then cool. <laughs> um, it's just in general, fitness testing is not recommended for kindergarten. Well, definitely not kindergarten, but third, fourth, fifth, anything in elementary school, it's really not recommended now, if you do it and your kids love it and you have to do it and whatever, that's fine. But I think we can all, we can all pretty much agree that fitness testing stinks. And if I just hate seeing people fighting over the, the little tiny stuff over that. But number two, it stinks, but we have to do it. Some of us have to do it. I think the third one we can all agree on is basic skills are important. Students should be able to throw a ball properly and catch a ball properly and um, run properly. Um, you know, I i mean, do I ever really gallop in real life as an adult? Do I ever skip? I mean, just when I'm teaching PE, do I side slide? You know, I mean, not really. I guess when I was playing baseball and softball um, as an adult, um, I could see the side slide a little bit. I'm If I started galloping... I better be listening to Old Town Road or something because <laughs> I don't know. But the basic skills are important. Students should be able to throw, catch, um, have some basic running skills. Uh, I'd say, you know, along with the fitness, I guess I should have said this. They should, you know, they should have good form. They should know how to do a burpee or a push-up or, you know, something like that. Just so they can, I mean, those are things they can do the rest of their lives. And these are the skills, you know, some, and there's more skills, obviously, but I really think they should be able to throw a frisbee. I mean, you're not going <laughs> to, most of them are not going to grow up to be professional frisbee players or frolf, 
frisbee golf players i don't know anybody um <laughs> but i mean just again this goes back to the physical literacy thing too where you want kids to hold their own in a variety of activities i mean basic skills you know all kids should be able to ride a bike i mean do they have to no is it important i mean you know i don't know i, I think it is i think that's why we bring in the, we bring in a bike trailer every year for a week and the kids get to ride a bike if they can't they can ride a scooter and we try to help them as best we can but these are some things they should be aware of. I mean, all kids should be able to swim. Now, I, we don't teach swimming. We don't. I don't have a pool in PE. But you know, having these basic skills are all important. Now, how, the way you go about it might be different. And you know, some of you know, this could be the, even the dodgeball debate. You should be able to throw a ball properly. Does it have to be throwing at people's faces? No. So the way we teach basic skills—that's always the debate. You know, I don't. I don't want to just fight with everybody about you know. Dodgeball. It's like every every week or two, there's a dodgeball debate online. It's like I I don't know. I just we, we do that. We should be doing the best we can for our students and follow the standards, follow the grade level outcomes. I, that's the best thing I could tell you. But I'm I'm tired of fighting over dodgeball and things like that. I just want people to you know teach the basic skills. I think we all agree with that. Basic skills are important. Physical literacy is important. Fitness testing stinks. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to do two more. But, you know, these are things that I think we can all agree on. And the way we do it is, you know, the way we go about it might be different, but we can all agree on this stuff. So that is number three, basic skills. They are important. All right, number four, teach the whole child. And these are things, again, I think we can all agree on. You know, I tell the students, if, if I teach the next LeBron James, which, by the way, the, the, the probability of that in any sport, Tom Brady, you know, pick a sport, you know, the next Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, whoever, and the next Ronaldo, <laughs> Messi, the odds of me being a part of that is very, very low. The next Olympic athlete, even, it's pretty low. And if I do, and if I have some piece of that some part of that that's awesome and i'd love to see some of my students on tv someday you know in the olympics or some other sport or whatever the reality is it's probably not going to happen also the reality is most people don't play team sports after they get out of you know high school college kind of that you know age range you know i i did i played some softball when i was um after college for a few years and you know that's about it i go to the gym I golf, you know, I do some things, but most people don't play team sports. So then I think we can all we can all agree that we want to teach good kids. We want them to grow up to be good adults and you know, just fine human beings. So teaching to the whole child doesn't just mean dribbling a basketball. And I tell them that. I say, you know, if you could dribble a basketball, awesome. If you're, you know, dribbling between your legs and you're just the greatest basketball player we've ever seen, great. But if you don't pass anybody and you're mean and you taunt people, then no, that's not what I'm looking for. I'd rather you be average at lots of things, or let's say good, competent, back to physical literacy, competent at many different areas, and just be a good human being. Be kind to people, share, pass the ball, all these things. You know, that's what I want. I think that's what most of you want too. And I think we can agree on that. So that is number four, teach the whole child.
All right, number five, I think we can all agree on is that we'll never agree on everything. We're never going to agree on certain things. We're never going to agree on dodgeball. I, I just don't think we are. I am in the, the camp of I don't do dodgeball anymore. Now, do I call out and ridicule and hate on the people that do? No, but I, I just, for me and what I'm trying to accomplish in my program, and I know my kids, it's not a good game for them. It's just not. It's it's. But th- this is even about a dodgeball. This is just about in general. We, you know, I don't hate on other people for it, but I see it every week or two uh, online. You know, I, I we're never going to agree on dodgeball ever. As as a as a phys ed community, we're never going to agree on dodgeball. Uh, at least not <laughs> not anytime soon. I don't think. Um, another thing is, you know, the way we teach different activities or sports. I really like the TGFU model. Now, I'm not saying I do it perfectly. I don't, and especially with a lot of kids, I kind of do my own thing with it, but I enjoy teaching the TGFU model. Again, this isn't the time to go into all the details of it, but that, you know, that's my favorite model of instruction. Now, some people, and I used to do this, I used to teach seasons. I used to say, okay, in the fall, we're teaching soccer and um, football, and, you know, when after Christmas, we're doing hockey and basketball and in the spring, we're doing baseball and volleyball. I mean, it was almost exactly like that. You know, I, I don't think we're ever going to agree on that. And I don't, you know what? If you teach seasons and I teach CGFU, but our kids get the skills they need and they're good people, I mean, I don't care. I'm not going to fight you online over it. You know, I think we can agree on that kind of stuff. Like the way you go about it is definitely going to be different than mine, I would think. But you know, we can agree that we're never going to agree on these things. And that's okay. We can agree to disagree, I guess I should call this one. Um, the grading, I saw this recently about, you know, I, unfortunately, I have to grade on participation. I mean, that's that's the category, participation. I have to give out S, N, or U. Satisfactory, needs improvement, or unsatisfactory. Most kids get satisfactory. I wish I can give an extra one. Like, um, I think when I was in school, it was an E for exceptional excellent i don't know but the kids will go above and beyond i'd love to give an e or whatever give me a letter i don't care um <laughs> so most kids whether you're phenomenal or average get an s which i'm not crazy about um you know i honestly my ends come from behavior mostly or if they don't participate and then i rarely give u's i mean i've had kids get u's very few mostly if they do absolutely nothing I've had kids hiding in the bathroom the whole time. Like that, those are the use. Um, and then I saw something about do you know? And this is not for me, but for like middle school, high school, do you grade on like you know if they dress out? Is that part of your thing? And if they you know just all the stuff about shoes and and what they wear and you know I don't think we're ever going to agree on that. But you also have to understand that we have to grade on something, and the way people go about it may not be the way you like it. And I don't think we're all going to agree on it. Um, I never taught middle school or high school, so I don't know exactly how I would do this, but we got to do something and we're never going to agree on it. I don't think there's just certain things, certain categories, you know, I don't agree that like, I, I honestly, I can't stand it when people post, especially that stupid rock, paper, scissors, hula hoop thing that got, that got picked up by like ESPN or barstool sports, whatever. And it's like, all I saw was two kids standing there doing rock, paper, scissors and hopping and then 20 kids just standing in line and jumping up and down a little bit. And it drove me crazy. 
and I got tagged in it, and I've told this story before, but I'm just like, I'm never going to agree that going on social media the night before and looking for a game and finding a game that doesn't even fit what you're doing and playing it the next day and being all excited about it is the way to go. Some people, you do that. You do that. Just admit it. You do that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just the way it is. We're never, we're never going to agree on certain things. But I do appreciate all of you. I like all of you. And if you're listening to this and you hear this, you're awesome. I don't care if you teach, if you play dodgeball and you're listening to me, you're awesome just because you're listening to me. And I, I think it, just that you're learning and and I'm learning too. I learn by just talking. I'm learning stuff by talking to other people, by getting online, by doing all this stuff. So we're never going to agree on certain things. That is number five, but that's okay. I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to add a bonus one. My bonus one is social media has improved my teaching so much. It is unbelievable. Voxer, Twitter, uh, especially, I guess. Now I'm more on Instagram, some Facebook stuff. It's improved my my practice by, like I don't know, a million times connecting with people. So I think, I think number six, a bonus one is connection and reaching out. Um, is great reaching out to others for help for advice for ideas that's the way to go that's the way to build a community if you do it differently than me that's fine so these five or six things I think we can all pretty much agree on we're not gonna grant everything and that's okay but we're gonna grant most things the big things I think they're very important I think we can all agree on this so that is number six that's your bonus one Thank you so much for listening today. I think you as a PE Nation are incredible. You are awesome. Thanks for tuning in. As always, reach out to me at supersizephyzed.com and I will get back to you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because I think there are some common grounds here. There's common grounds in everything and I think there's common grounds in PE. And so let me know what you think. You guys and girls are awesome. PE Nation, you are immense and awesome and fun. And I see you out there. I do. I see you out there. And I thank you for tuning in. Here is a new beat for you because you deserve it.